0: Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating
1: one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. Okay, folks. We are six months into 2022 and the big burning question that we have for you this week is where are you at? Um, If you've been listening to our podcast episodes this year, Laura and I have, we've dropped a couple of episodes about goal planning and setting and how you can evaluate your goals along the way. And now here we are, it's almost the end of June already. It is believe it. It's crazy. I am I feel like we're blinking and time is flying by and this year is flying by. But what's kind of exciting about it is, is that we are moving to the end of the second quarter of the year. And it's a time to like regroup and figure out where you're going to land in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. And in order to do that, we want to talk today about how to Evaluate the goals um, that you have, how to evaluate and measure your performance to date, and what you need to do in order to tweak where you are right now or the goals that you had set already for this year, how you can tweak those to continue to make progress and continue to grow to where you want to land. For the rest of the year, and you know that we love the concept of talking about goal setting and and dreaming big and making these visions, but they only mean so much when you actually evaluate the performance that you've put in already. And one of my favorite quotes I just read it this week from Ed Milet, is the following: "Where performance is measured, performance improves." And for us, that couldn't ring any truer for our business, we know that if we're not measuring the performance that we have had through the first six months of the year, we won't know how we can get to the next level for the remainder of the year, right? And that goes for anybody. But for Laura and I, with our firm, we have a lot going on. We have a lot of different practice areas that we're working in. We have a lot of clients. We have a lot of new matters coming in. And If we weren't measuring where we want to end up or what we've already done for now, we wouldn't know where we can go to next or how to get there and figure out what works and what doesn't work.
0: Right. And so the way that I've approached this, I know we did um, a podcast episode. I think it was earlier in the year about the 12 week year. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my first 12 week year was, you know, January, February, March, and I'm now in my second 12 week year which is, I just can't believe that it's almost over. The end of June will be the end of the second 12-week year. And I mean, I cannot believe we are halfway through the year, but it's easy to get, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day, right? We're so busy flying through every day with business, personal, family, all the different things. And it's easy to just get swept away in like the chaos of life as opposed to taking the time to sit down and look at like, what were your goals in January? You know, what did you set and where are you? And what are you prioritizing? Are you meeting those goals? And do you need to change them? So one thing that I do, which I actually did for the first time at the end of last year, and I did it again, maybe like two weeks ago or so is I looked at my different practice areas Um, So in the beginning of the year, I said, okay, last year, for example, say I did a certain number of closings, right? And for this year, let's say I wanted to double that, right? So that was my goal. So if I'm not looking at, you know, how many I've done so far, how do I know what I have to do for the rest of the year? Right. So two weeks ago, I sat down and I looked at my combined closings, how many I've had. And so that will enable me to look at the rest of the year and say, okay, this is how many I wanna do by the end of the year. Like, do I need to develop different relationships? Do I need to do different things in order to get more closings to come in? Do I need to join groups? Do I need, so what do I need to do to effectively meet my goal? And I can do that, you know, really in any of my practice areas. Next, I have to look at litigation. I haven't done it yet, but to see like, you know, what did I bring in the first six months of the year? And do I need to do something different for the next six months? So it's important to look at those different things, look at what your goals are and where you are now to determine where you need to go.
1: Right. Yeah. And I um I want to drop in here too and say that for me, sometimes I get the gentle reminder from the universe that I need to take a look at my goals and look at my performance when things get really hard. And they are chaotic. And I will say this because this happened to me this week on Monday. If you were actually getting a glimpse into my house before the workday started, after the kids <laughs> went to school, you'd think I was a crazy person because I was walking around the house talking to my phone. Cause we talked about this. This is another thing that Laura and I do. We set reminders for ourselves about everything. So I literally took out my phone because my brain was swirling from a crazy weekend and I didn't have time to sit down on Sunday. We were doing a, a family celebration on Sunday, so I didn't get time to actually sit and do like my brain dump for what I knew I had to tackle for the week. So I'm walking around my house with my phone in hand and I am literally brain dumping everything. And I realized in that moment, like this was a reminder to me when my, I start to get really stressed and I start to think like there's so much and then it's spiraling out of control to really measure where I'm at and what do I need to do and start to like refocus. And I think that's, goes that brings true for goals in a broader sense, because when you start leveling up to the next level or you're reaching to that next level or reaching for it, You're going to start to feel this uncomfortability of like, I don't know if I can handle all of it. I don't know if I can like get to the next place. Right. And that's normally a really good sign to take a minute, even though things feel really crazy and to really focus and measure what's going on in your business. Right. Wouldn't you agree with that?
0: Yeah. And I, I notice like when I start to feel, cause it happened to me this week too, when I start to feel like extremely overwhelmed, I don't normally feel like that. I mean, if there's always stress and a lot of chaos going on. But when I start to feel like that, I need to like rein everything in, mm-hmm. take a minute, and just like figure, just do a brain dump, figure out what I have to do, reorganize myself, yeah, and you know, take a look at my goals again because as some, you know, when something like that happens, I feel like I'm a little bit out of alignment with what my goals are. So it's almost like I need to do a reset. And part of that might also be, you know, looking at your goals and figuring out what you need to say no to. And I know that we've, we've talked about this before also, um, but I found myself thinking this week, like, do I need to have all these commitments? Are there things that I can cut out to make more room for the things that are more important? things that I need to do for work, um, and stuff like that. So it's not just figuring out, you know, where you are and what you need to do going forward. It may also be looking at where you are and figuring out what you need to remove going forward.
1: I love that you just brought that up because that can only be accomplished if you make the time to reevaluate. Otherwise you are chasing every single squirrel that's coming into view. And you're like, oh, I got to do this because this means I'm hustling. And this means I'm moving towards something. Sometimes being super busy means that you're really going fast in the same place. Like you're, yes. you're not really, you're not like getting the track the track or, or, or the momentum to keep moving forward. You're kind of just like treading water where you are and trying to survive. So I love that you brought that up because if you, can't measure where you are right now. You don't know if what you're working on is actually working towards the goals that you want to work toward. And you could just be in a place where you're just trying to keep yourself busy and thinking that, oh, if I keep busy, that means I'm going to be successful. That's not true. It actually couldn't be further from the truth. The only way you know if you're successful is if you're measuring your measure your success. Right. And
0: I also think that this shouldn't be only done in June. Right. So how, like Amy, how often realistically do you evaluate your goals and your performance?
1: Um, it is at a minimum every month. And for me, I want it to be on a weekly basis. I'm trying to get to that point where it's on a weekly basis and I have tools and and I know what I can use to get there, but I'm not there yet. But on a monthly basis, at a minimum, when I go through and I'm evaluating what the month the schedule is like, guys, I have a black planner that I literally sit and mark up in multicolors of everything going on in the month. And I sit there and say, okay, is this meeting going to help me get to my goals? When should I plan this next meeting, this networking meeting, this networking lunch? Like Laura and I have a couple of them actually coming up within the next couple of weeks And they are going to move us towards our goals. And that's why they're important. And that's why they're there. I also look at it on a monthly basis too, when we have to do our administrative um, work with our billing and our receivables and stuff, um, because it's a great time to actually see the raw numbers. And I think that if you don't dedicate the time to really just take time to just reflect, even if it is just 20, 30 minutes to really like think about your goals for the month, I I really think that you're gonna continue to show up month after month and just have that bewilderment of like, shoot, that month just flew by and now here I am and I feel like I'm in the same spot, right? So like, wouldn't you agree that making the time to measure the goals is probably the hardest but most important part of this?
0: It is because, you know, and we've talked about this too, like some people think that taking time to do that stuff is like a waste waste of time like they could be building more hours and (sighs) please be more (laughs) productive (laughs) and doing something else. But like that time is going to be so valuable to you because during that time you're figuring out what's working and what's not. So you know if you continue for even just six months with things that are not working, what's the point of that? Yeah, you're doing okay, but you could be doing so much better if you were actually dedicating some time to
1: looking at what you're doing. So can I think we can make this suggestion, right? At a minimum, you should be looking at your goals and your performance on a monthly basis. But there are people in this world, folks, that Laura and I consume their content that do this on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. And even the crazy ones that do it on the hourly basis, right? That's where true. they, that is way too much. Like, <laughs> that's really great. I'm setting myself up for a loss though, categorically. Yeah. Um, Annually though, does not work. And we talked about this when we talked about the 12 week year, because you lose the sense of urgency. You lose the sense of momentum in getting to where you wanna be when you're only looking at it once a year. So it would be great in theory to be like, the end of the year, let me set myself up for 2023. That feels like so far away. Mm -hmm. What what are you doing now? Right. And I think that when you start to plan and, and take the moments to evaluate more frequently, you're going to see how much better you feel and how much more momentum you feel like you're gaining because you are focusing on, building those goals and building the growth that you need in order to reach the, the goals that you have set for yourself.
0: What would you say to somebody who isn't doing it because they're afraid to look at it?
1: Okay. This is another big one, right? I, and I'm going to simplify this, like taking it out of business terms for a second and like bringing it to personal terms. This is like the people that avoid going to the doctor because they don't want to know what the doctor is right. going to tell them. Right. This is the people that, don't want to step on the scale, although they know that quarantine did a number on them. Right. And they like definitely need to get back into their fitness regimen. This is, this is that concept. You're afraid to pull back the curtain because you're afraid of what you're going to find. That's not going to help. Right. That fear is only going to hold you back from figuring out what you need to do to change. Because I, I can almost guarantee that The same person that is afraid to to pull back that curtain and and open up their books and figure out what they're doing, like measure what their performance is to date, are the same people that just keep going through the motions. and, And even though it stinks and it's stressful and it's overwhelming and you feel like you're treading water and you're not getting anywhere, that uncomfortability and discomfort is probably easier for them than facing the fear. Of what they don't know because they're not looking. Right. Does that make sense?
0: I understand why people might not want to look Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's just easier to keep your head down, keep going, and say, I'll look at it later because then you don't have to face the hard questions like, Am I working as hard as I can? Am I doing my best to meet the goals that I set for myself in the beginning of the year? If not, why not what could i do different and yeah. those are questions that can be hard to face so you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say okay what did i do what am i doing with my time and is it something that i could do different or better that's it's it's hard to look at yourself and say i should be doing something different and yeah. to then to actually to to evaluate it acknowledge it and then figure out what steps you need to take to make a change. Right. Those are hard things to look at. So I understand why people have fear surrounding looking at their goals, fear of failure, Fe- they just don't want to do it.
1: Yeah. I agree with it. that. Yeah. I think I think that and we've been there. I know I certainly have been there. And the fear of the thing is always going to be greater than actually doing the thing itself. And I know that's so easy to say, but it's, it rings true time and time again, that when you just pull the band-aid off and you, you know, take a look at the numbers, have the h- tough conversations with your business partners, have the tough conversations with your professionals, fit, that gives you the opportunity to tweak. Um, and if you start to maybe tweak your own mindset in that way and saying that measurement is, is important, you know, figuring out what you can change, to maybe make your life easier. You know, you're one decision or one choice away from potentially changing the course of the rest of the year for you. And maybe in a good way, right? It's like when they talk about how like you can be off direction with a ship or a plane just by like one degree. And you can end up like thousands of miles from where you're supposed to be, right?
0: Yeah. And it's so easy um, for that to happen
1: with goal setting, because
0: yeah. if you set goals, you're like, everybody has the best intentions, right? On January 1st, mm-hmm. then in December, figure out your goals for the next year, make a plan. And then you, <laughs> you close the book and you look at it a year and it's like, that's not helpful. It's great that you're taking the time at the end of the year to set goals. Cause I think that that's the first step people, mm-hmm. people don't even do that. So the first step is actually setting goals. But then you have to actually like reevaluate them. And for me, I'm like you, I do it at least at a minimum monthly, but I really do like to sit down on Fridays at the end of my day, if I can, if I don't have too much chaos going on at home um, and look at just like what I did that week, like in our billing program, because we keep such good track of our time. Yeah. Um, just look at the week and say, okay, what did I do this week? I look at my, my Friday finishers that I always use with Brenda Mm -hmm. Bouchard. Right. So this week I didn't even set, but you have weeks where you're just off track. Like this week, I didn't even set them. I knew I had so much to do this week that I literally just took out a piece of paper on Monday morning and did a brain dump of like things I knew I needed to get done. So I didn't even go into my growth day app this week to do my list of Friday finishers, but I have it on a piece of paper somewhere on my desk but even just looking at that, setting that and, you know, just looking at the week and how I spent my time. But in terms of like numbers, the amount of work we did, the closings we brought in, stuff like that, like I will look at that at a minimum on a monthly basis because I think it's just so important. If you're going to take the time in the beginning of the year to set your goals, right? Like
1: take the time throughout the year to keep up with them and to monitor yourself. And I want to, I want to ask you that actually though, because you and I have also been avid followers of like the start today um, goal setting process. Do you still do the ten goals that you have for yourself or ten dreams? You do. Yep. So, so that's something I went away from, and because I'm like starting to dribble drabble back into the Rachel Hollis world yeah. and and consuming her stuff, it's actually something that I remember really enjoying because here's why. It reminded me every single morning what my goals were. And while that doesn't seem like that mind blowing, when you start to do it, you start to realize I would have oh. income goals in there. I'd have personal goals. I'd have the goal of, of, in the dream of having, um, you know, a vacation home down the shore, all of those things. And every day I would think in the back of my mind, oh, goal that I th- was thinking about this morning, I need to start working towards that. How do I get there? So, Laura, do you still do the practice, the daily practice that Rachel Hollis prescribes us to do? So, I have never stopped doing that,
0: um, except I don't use the book anymore. I do it in the Growth Day app. Every morning, um, I go in there and there's a journal in there. I do the five things I'm grateful for every day and then the 10 goals. And then She has you start with a first goal right at the bottom, right? It's it's the first goal or something like that. So I do that. And then under that, I added um, today's intention. So So I do that every single morning. I've never stopped. How many years? When did we start that?
1: 2017, maybe 18, something like that. that, So
0: four years. Yep. And I have like several of the start today journals downstairs that I've filled out in the past. And now I just do it in my growth Day app.
1: And it's so helpful to have those like fresh of mind though, that you're constantly looking at your goals and your dreams of like who you want to become, what kind of business goals you have. And it's that daily reminder, subtle, very subtle. Cause you're like, Oh, it's old hat. I do the same thing every morning. But you're doing the same thing every morning, <laughs> like that also has an implication to your brain of like what you're telling your brain every morning of who you are and who you want to become, right? Yeah. And so these are
0: all like tips and habits that Amy and I like. We we're not just like talking at you. Like we do these things ourselves, and we know yeah. from personal experience that they help. So if you haven't done so yet, we're six months into 2022. Take a look at where you're at, so you can figure out where you need to go for the rest of the year. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode.
1: If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.